Hey, Impactors, and welcome to week five of Bumps That Spike. As always, I'm your host, Jennifer Swanchera, and I can't believe we're already at week five, but we are, and we're halfway through the Big Ten volleyball season. Unbelievable for me, it is. Uh, I can't believe it, and it's still going. And as always, we are digging for the latest hit in MSU volleyball news. So it was a tough run for the Spartans. Lost last weekend to Michigan, 3-1, to one, of course. It was disappointing. Uh, the Spartans were definitely in it, but they just couldn't hold on in that fourth set. And they also, uh, Indiana in five sets, they lost to them as well. So tough weekend for them. Michigan game went into an intense fourth set, as I said, and that ended in a score of 32-30. to 30. Insane. Uh, it, of course, ended it in favor of the Michigan Wolverines. Spartans are now 17-5 and overall and 6-4 and in the Big Ten while being ranked number 14 in the nation after falling four spots in the ABCA coaches poll. Indiana was able to pull out the upset over the Spartans and gain their first Big Ten win. But on a brighter note, Warren Wazinski is one of ten finalists for the Senior Class Award, which is given to student-athletes in the NCAA who excel both in the classroom and on the court. So to be eligible for the award, a student-athlete must be classified as an NCAA Division I senior and have notable achievements in four areas of excellence. Those include community, classroom, character, and competition. And of course, Wazinski, she excels in all four of those. So Spartan fans, you guys are encouraged to vote for Wazinski online once a day through December 9th at SeniorClassAward.com. That's SeniorClassAward.com so we can get a Spartan to win that award. It's always an honor for them and even to be an honorable mention as she already will be no matter what. She's one of 10, so great job to Lauren Wazinski and the Spartans and Kathy George for getting her to strive for excellence as she has. Let's go ahead and go into the first game of the weekend. It was against Michigan, not on the weekend per se. It was actually Wednesday. So uh, on Wednesday, of course, the Wolverines, they traveled to East Lansing, not far, where uh, MSU was looking for redemption from their loss to their rivals in the NCAA tournament last year. But Michigan came out on top. It was a jam Jenison night that was true to its name as a record 6,183 fans watched that match, which had 27 lead changes and 47 ties. Wazinski carried the team with 18 kills, a season best, 16 digs along with two aces. Coy Master tied her career best of 29 digs and Alexis Matthews had nine kills and nine blocks. Set one went to the Spartans. It was 25-20. MSU forced Michigan into an early timeout with a 5-1 lead. Michigan went on a 5-2 rally to tie the score at 7. With Alyssa Fitterer serving, the Spartans had 7 unanswered points. 4 points came from Fiddy's ace and kills. 3 points from Michigan errors. Freshman Autumn Christensen... Autumn Christensen and Chloe Reinig, they had some key kills as well to bring the score to 23-16 with Michigan trying to hold on, which they were able to do so. All the thanks to three consecutive MSU errors bringing the Wolverines within four points. 
But then Christensen, she was able to finish out the first set at 25-20 with a kill. So that first set, our only set went to the Spartans. It was 25-20. Spartans were happy about it, but Michigan, they came back and they attacked. They won the second set 25-22. The game was characterized by many runs by both teams of two to three points at a time, which caused nine ties and five lead changes in that second set. Michigan found themselves at 23-22 despite MSU's largest lead of four. And the second set was then finished for the Spartans at 25-22 due to two errors caused by them. Never a good way to go out. But Michigan was able to take that second set 25-22. Set three was then won by the Wolverines, of course, 26-24. There were 13 ties and 10 lead changes, which brought the teams to ties at 21 apiece. MSU got two points back-to-back thanks to a University of Michigan error. And Wazinski, she got a kill, but the Wolverines brought it back within one. Christensen, she brought the Spartans to match point at 24-22, but MSU tallied two straight errors, followed by back-to-back kills by Michigan's Jennifer Cross, who closed out that third set 26-24. Spartans almost had it, but uh, costly errors ended up costing them that third set. Set four was tense from the start, but ended in an exciting win for Michigan. Not so much for the Spartans, 32-30. to 23 ties, folks, and 11 lead changes. It was obviously that this set was tight. Neither team could get a lead larger than two points, and after meeting at 21, the game really began to get intense. The Spartans had three set points, and Wolverines had four, but neither were able to finish it out until the match was finished with a service ace by Michigan's Molly Toon. It was impressive by the fans. They were standing on their feet, all over 6,000 of them. They were on their feet from set point of the Spartans, so they were on their feet for you know, over 10 points, so got to give it out to the uh, Jenison Fieldhouse crowd that showed up for that game. It was a huge upset for the Spartans, who had their hopes set high to beat the Wolverines, especially in such a hard-fought game as it was. So, of course, Michigan State lost that one. Tough loss, 25-20, 25-22, 26-24, and 32-30. With that loss in mind, Indiana was the next one, the run, and it was supposed to be an easy sweep for the Spartans, but it wasn't at all. As the Hoosiers fought for five sets to win out the match 3-2 to two, and won their first Big Ten match of the season, making them 1-9 overall in the Big Ten. Lauren Wazinski had 16 kills, 9 digs, and 2 blocks, and aces. Matthews, she tallied 11 kills and 6 blocks, while freshman Chloe Reinig had her 8th Big Ten game, where she had 12 or more kills. Captains Corey Master had 19 digs, and Kristen Kelsey, she had 27 assists. Whichever team began the set with the lead ended up with the win, which was as the Hoosiers did with the first one. It was 25-17 for the Hoosiers, who began with a 7-point lead at 8-1. to Christensen and Fritterer tried to close the gap at 12-5, but Coach George, she felt the need to take a timeout at that time. Indiana kept the 7-point lead and even increased it to 8 at 18-10. Wazinski, she got the ball back with a kill at 23-17, but a Spartan error. 
It got the Hoosiers to set point and was then finished due to another Spartan error, closing it out at a surprising 25-17 at the time. Spartans took set two, 25-18, and as I said, Spartans came out with the lead 6-3 and then expanded it to a seven-point lead. At 20-11, the Spartans held a nine-point lead, and the Hoosiers called a timeout. At 23-15, Wazinski, she had a kill to bring it to set point, but two Hoosier kills and a Spartan error gave Indiana a chance. The set was then finished with a Kelsey Kuypers kill to bring the game to a tie 1-1. Set three was won 25-20 by Indiana. The set began close meeting multiple times at a tie before Indiana pulled ahead at 12-9 and the Spartans called a timeout. The teams met at their 11th tie of the game at 20, but the next five points went only to the Hoosiers who were able to win the third set 25-20. Set four went to the Spartans who took it 25-21. So, of course, they took the lead 13-10 before the Hoosiers called a timeout. The teams then met at 15 apiece, and it stayed tight until the Hoosiers were up by one at 19-18. From there, the Spartans went on a six-point run to bring it to set point. Hoosiers were able to battle for two more points, but Matthews, she earned a kill to finish the set for the Spartans' 25-21 win of that fourth set. Going into the final death round, it's set five. 15 to 12 was the final of that one, and the Hoosiers got it. MSU had the lead at seven to six, but the Hoosiers gained the lead at nine to seven, and Coach George called a timeout. The Spartans came back to tie it at 10, but the Hoosiers went on a five to two rally to gain their first Big Ten victory of the season, winning the first, third, and fifth sets, and giving the Spartans the upset, not what they were expecting to happen. So the Hoosiers come out on top, winning it 25-18, Hoosiers come out on top of that one. Now it's time, with that all being said, to take an intermission to look at the Big Ten action as Penn State is still leading the conference with a 9-1 record. Their one loss, of course, is to MSU. Nebraska is second and MSU is third. Seven teams made the ABCA top 20, Penn State number 2, Minnesota 10, followed by Nebraska. MSU is number 14, moving back four spots. Wisconsin is 15, Purdue is 16, and Michigan rounds it out at number 17. 26 of the 60 conference matchups have featured two teams in the top 25, while six have been in the top 10 matches. Five Big Ten teams have a winning percentage of 80% or better, including MSU, Penn State, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Northwestern. Back to MSU now and away from the Big Ten overall. It's a preview of what's to happen as the last two games at home before heading on the road to Northwestern and Illinois. This weekend, they'll play Ohio State at 6.30 on Friday and number 2 Penn State at 8.30 after the Michigan game on Saturday. Going to be a huge one at Spartan Stadium, of course. Got to make sure to keep your ticket stub, though, because if you keep it, you can go to the Penn State game for free. Looking ahead at Ohio State, they currently have a 14-8 overall record and a 2-8 record in the Big Ten. MSU beat then-ranked number 13 Ohio State in a 3-0 game in Columbus, Ohio in September, where Wazinski and Reinig, they both tallied 12 kills 
And Alexis Matthews had her 500th career block, making her the fourth Spartan to do so. So with that, fans can wear their Halloween costumes and it is also a night to promote the end of violent encounters. So they will play at 6.30 at Jenison tonight. Now on Saturday, tomorrow, last time they met against Penn State, who is now ranked number two. It was in September when MSU won 3-2 to two over the Nittany Lions, who were then ranked number one in the country. It was the first win in State College since 2001 and the first time overall since 2002. In that game, Wazinski had 21 kills, two aces, and nine digs with a double-double from Kelsey. Taylor Galloway finished just shy of a double-double with 10 kills and nine digs, while Chloe Reinig had 12 kills in her Big Ten debut. Now, I would go more in-depth on these upcoming matches, but I'll go ahead and let Coach George and Junior Captain Corey Master do all the talking. Sitting down with Coach George and um, had a couple tough weeks. What has uh, the practice, you had a whole week of practice, has that helped any, do you think? Oh, I'm so happy to be back in the gym and, you know, those interrupted weeks, um, as much as, you know, that's not an excuse of any sort, you just get back in the games. What you do miss out on is the ability to kind of work on some weak, weak spots and you're always going back into a game. So I always love, um, you know, the practice environment and getting, you know, working on finer points and, and it's been a lot of fun this week. And I saw watching practice, the one with Mike and, uh, you know, getting him in there and Working on those, you know, missed, off plays. yeah, off plays. Yeah. Um, that was something that you're working on, I assume. Well, yeah, you, you want to make sure that, you know, as people start to rush you in a, in a game and things start to happen that are just a little out of the ordinary, that you're making sure that you're, you're staying calm and you're handling the ball and you're making a better contact on it every single time. Could you talk a little bit about last week's couple losses? I know mm -hmm. everyone kind of came into Indiana looking for a quick game and it didn't end up that way. What did you come into this week and tell your team about? Well, you know, I felt like um, just for the as we started with the Minnesota game, I just think everybody was just a little bit off. And you know, when you have, you know, even if everybody's off one percent, and we have 17 people, that's 17 percent off. And we're just we were just a little out of rhythm, a little bit out of sorts, and uh, you know, not maybe as uh, responsible with those plays. And and I just think that um, you know we've really focused on better ball control and and uh, running our style and, and making sure that we're accountable this week. And have you changed anything this, you know, the full week of practice with those four losses? Just, just that, like making sure we just work on the things of which we haven't had the luxury of um, over the course of the last two weeks, and just really getting back down to it, and you know, talking to the team about what our, you know, what our, what do we want to accomplish in the second half, and um, and go from there. And then coming into this weekend, playing two teams you've already beaten, who are both great teams in the Big Ten. How's that uh, play out this weekend? I mean, um, Penn State was number one the first time we played them. They're number two, so you know what? They're still uh, they're a phenomenal team, and uh, and obviously they're going to be revved up and ready to go. And I think Ohio State, you know, they have a lot of talent on their team. And when we played them the first time, they were rated 13th in the country and didn't have a loss. And you know, although they've had a few losses, I know they're a very talented team with great coaching staff and you know just the ability to to do good things. So we're you know we're again just getting back to what can we can control on our side of the net, and you know what do we what do we need to set out to do and I think we just need to play a better brand of volleyball than we've been playing. Well, good luck this weekend and we'll see uh, how everything turns out. Okay well thank you very much. Thanks coach. You know how does that feel being a leader in the Big Ten and for your Spartans as a junior two years in a row? Most likely let's be honest three. <laughs> yeah. um, I guess I've never really thought of myself as um, an underclassman um, especially when I came here uh, even JR at the time and Carly Weiler our two co-captains kind of 
kind of invited me in to be a leader and that helped having my freshman year under, under the belt, not just having to be behind the scenes, but really being accepted as leader and being able to step in that role. So I think by the time my sophomore year came around, I was more prepared for that um, with their help and with the coach's help. So now my second year as a captain, um, it's exciting, but it's crazy to think still that we have the whole rest of this year and then going into my senior year, a whole other year. So that's very exciting. And being that leader, but those four losses back to back to back to back, yeah. you know, how did you keep the morale up this week and say it's a new week, it's a new half of the season? Right. Well, also I think when you look at our losses, it's you can tell that it's things that we can control and things that we're very capable of doing, we just weren't executing exactly. Um, we talked a lot about trusting in yourself and your ability because we've had the whole, as if you're a freshman or if you're older than that, you've had this whole season, first half of the season, plus years behind you that you've built your kind of your range and the skills that you have and just trusting in that and then also trusting in the people around you. Um, the people on the court with you are the ones that you really have to trust in and we were doing that those first six matches of the Big Ten and just getting back to that. So. It's just those little things, you know, things that you can control, which is, again, very exciting for us because that's something that we are able to control and turn around for the second half of the Big Ten. How's having a full week of practice compared to those two mm -hmm. weeks where you had, you know, kind of a choppy schedule? How's that been going back into kind of a normal flow? It is, and that's, that's exactly what it was. It's getting back to what we know. Um, having four days now to prepare for one weekend is definitely an advantage that we haven't necessarily had the luxury of the past couple of weeks. So that's definitely more comforting to know that we have more information on our belt. We've had more practice at the things that we are going to focus on this weekend, but also just getting back to what we've known for me for the past two years of having that Friday-Saturday schedule. Um, so it's... <laughs> Now, um, has there been anything that you have been working on in particular yourself? <clears throat> um, in practice, we've had me playing, I normally play left back, um, and today we just started working on playing middle back a little bit more, just kind of seeing different variations we can have in our defense, um, seeing what's available from a defensive perspective from the left back is a little bit different from the middle back, and it's not something that I've really done my entire volleyball career. So working on that a little bit more, just kind of having more variety in my game, I'd say was the biggest thing I focused on. And looking at two teams this weekend that you've already beat out in the first half, is there anything that you guys are looking to change compared to those first two games against them? Well, it was funny because we watched the game against Penn State and we all remember that game being amazing and we played awesome. And then we re-watched re it and we realized that we were making errors and there's things that we can be better at, but we noticed that if we just stay the course the way that we did that match, um, we're very capable of coming out on top. So, yeah, we came out 2-0 that weekend and that's very exciting, but that both of those teams have grown since then, but so have we. And it's just going to be an exciting matchup for seeing how well these teams have grown in the first half of the Big Ten and seeing how we come out that night. Right, well, thanks for sitting down with me. Good luck. Thank you. Spartans are looking to snap their four-game losing streak at home against two teams they have already beat with Ohio State tonight at 6.30 and Penn State at 8.30 on Saturday. With a new half of the season, it should be interesting to see what happens in this demanding conference that is the Big Ten. For Impact Sports and Dig Set Spike, I'm your host, Jennifer Swanchera. Go Green!